Hey, how's it going? It's Bill Gardner from the Deep End Games, and you are listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance, and this is it. This is the week, like years in the making. This week, I will hit 1,000 shows. One, zero, zero, zero. And it's pretty awesome. And it, it's thanks to all of you. And because of that, I wanted to return some love this week. Uh, this whole month. I mentioned it on last week's show, last Friday's show. But if you are a creator, if you have a podcast or a comic book or a video game or a board game or anything like that that you want to talk about, hit me up. Come on the show this month and we'll hang out. We'll talk about it, uh, promote it, and it'll be awesome because I, I want to hear what you're doing. I want to hear what is out there, what's being created, because there's so much stuff out there that I don't know about. And one of the things I'm Unfortunately, I, I feel bad. Like, I don't know a whole lot about is tabletop gaming, in-person gaming and stuff. And to help remedy that, I sat down with the owner of one of our local shops, Stormcrow Games. Uh, my buddy Aaron owns it. And we taught the advantages of tabletop gaming, the community that all of that brings together, and just really how cool it is. So... Here it is. Here's Aaron from Stormcrow. Uh, make sure you go check him out. All right. We're here with Aaron from Stormcrow Games. Aaron, how are you doing today, sir? Doing good. How about you? Doing well. Uh, first off, thanks for coming on the show. It's you, you, You're a first-time guest, and we're really excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So you're from Stormcrow Games. Uh, tell us a little bit about your place and what y'all do and things. Okay, yeah, we are an unplugged game store, so we do all board games, uh, tabletop games, miniatures games, anything that you have to be physically in the store to play uh, or, or at home, you have to physically play it. Um, we don't, there's no online or anything like that. Uh, but we do uh, all sorts of games, board games. Um, it's been kind of the golden age for board games here lately. There's been just tons and tons of games coming out uh but what we focus on mostly is uh what what we call hobby miniatures games um so those are things uh where you actually put together the little figure uh you create an army and you you make a, a big battle board and then you play at the uh play against the opponent uh in strategy to try and defeat your opponent nice and that, that's neat there's a lot that goes into that how did you get into that uh, well, I when I was real little, I just got into models, uh, model cars, model planes, and everything like that. Um, and those were fun, and I, the artistic aspect of it, and, and being able to put the model together, paint it up, make it look really cool. But then once you were done, you just set it on the shelf, and there wasn't a lot that you could really do with it. And, oh man, uh, back 95, 96 or so, I found a Games Workshop. The, they make uh, Warhammer and Warhammer 40K. Um, I found, and it was a game you could put together the models and paint them, but then you could play. You could play with your figures, and uh, you're rolling dice and attacking your opponent and doing different uh, uh, maneuvers and, and all sorts of stuff. And so I just fell into love, fell in love with it uh, back then. Um, I got one of my first jobs was working at a, a local game store here in Lubbock uh, that's not around anymore, and then uh, you know just kind of all through there. Nice. Uh, how long have y'all been at this location that you're at now? It's 
pretty recent. It's pretty pretty recent. We uh, we we opened in 2011, um, and then we moved back. We moved to this location because we needed more space and more parking. In, uh, about three years ago, so nice. we've been in here three years. And it's it's an awesome location. There's so much, so many cool things in here. Every time I come in here, I'm just overwhelmed because this this stuff is. It's, foreign to me but in a cool way like i'm i see all the miniatures i see all the design tools the tabletops the layouts and i think that's neat because since there is such diversity you know i know i walk in and i see a spider-man game and a batman game and um the the settlers game that Mm -hmm. everybody plays but then i also see a lot of games that i'm not familiar with is is there that break between you know your quote-unquote mainstream games and like your indie games do you do you have a i guess not a rivalry to say but you know are there different tiers as far as the publicity and promotion and the level of games uh oh definitely there there's definitely uh and i think the the game industry as a whole has just now kind of discovered that they can put uh, things like Marvel um, or uh, Batman or Spider-Man or whatever in a game and, and have and have people who are not interested in the game necessarily come and at least try it and pick it up because it has their favorite character on it or has their favorite uh, Marvel character or whatever. Um, obviously licensing and stuff like that gets into comes into play, but um, there's been several companies that have picked up Star Wars licenses or um, Marvel. The Marvel's the big one right now that almost everything is getting something Marvel, um, whether it be a miniatures game or whether it be a card game or a board game or whatever. Some, there's a Marvel version of something somewhere. Um, and so I think it's been great for us because it's br- brought in, like you said, the, the casual gamer, the person who doesn't really know what a miniatures game is or what a what a hobby game is or what magic the gathering is um and they're willing to come and check it out because they see spider-man or they speak they see batman or something like that nice uh on the flip side though the, there's indie creators i know <laughs> and i know that anytime you have an indie creator whether it be uh, movies comic books gaming you know that it's a hard wall to break through but you actually have some pretty solid indie talent here in the store and indie games mm-hmm. uh, that are homegrown even. Right, yes. We've got we've got several um, uh, customers and friends, I guess, that uh, are that go to tech or go to whatever. Some of them have started Kickstarter. Um, Kickstarter has been a big uh, boost to the industry, to board games specifically or miniatures games, uh, because it kind of takes a lot of the risk of, of starting up your, uh, your game because uh, you can get the investors ahead of time. But um, we've got two or three in town that have created games that they've gone to Kickstarter and been actually produced and published. Um, a buddy of mine, Jason, uh, he owns Jasco Games. Um, he started out here in Lubbock. He's, uh, he, owns, uh, he has a, a card game that's similar to Magic um, called the Universal Fighting System, um, and he now publishes that nationwide, actually internationally. Um, he's moved to Vegas now because of shipping and stuff, but um, he started out here. We used to share the building that we started out in uh, back on 34th Street, and so he's been doing lots and lots of things, and it's uh, probably the second or third uh, highest-selling game, uh, card game, uh, collectible card game uh, in the country, so... Um, right up there behind Magic and Pokemon nice. and Yu-Gi-Oh. So nice. So, so you mentioned card games. So you have the the miniature games. You have board games. You have card games. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like, let's say somebody walks in off the street and they're just like, "Hey, I kind of heard about this." 
do they, I'm, I'm guessing they all have an entry level position, but is it, have you found that it's easier to direct somebody into one specific genre? Like, hey, if you're just starting out, this is a little bit easier to play. It's a little easier to understand the rules um, before you dive into something like this. So if somebody were to walk in, like, where would you kind of direct them to get started? Most most of the time, the the board games, the the heavier, I don't know, that's kind of a loaded question. Let me think about it. There's <laughs> a, there, it really, most people who walk into the store have an idea of what kind of game they want to get into. Um, so whether it be a collectible card game, whether it be a miniatures game, whether it be a board game, um, if somebody who came in and the only game they were ever interested or ever had ever played before was, you know, Parcheesi or, or Monopoly and they want to look at that next step, I would, I would direct them towards some of the more, uh, involved board games. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason, the reason being is they're, they're self-contained. Um, everything you need to play is in the game. It's, it's a single purchase usually. Um, and so you can get it, you can play it. And you can move from there. Uh, one of my one of my my go to. It's just a really great game. Uh, Pandemic um, is a is a really great game by Z Man Games. Um, it's cooperative, so it kind of gets you out of that competitive, like especially if you hate playing Monopoly with with Grandma or whatever. You know, like you know, calm down, Ethel. But um, the uh, the that that kind of takes them out of that and then shows them that there's more. There can be more involved in a board game. Um, and then, like I said, then then it's usually a, a single purchase. You, you know, you get the one game and you're done, and you can play it over and over again. And every time you play, it's going to be different because of the different mechanics and the different characters and everything. Um, if somebody walked in and said, "Hey, I, I've seen this Warhammer stuff. Tell me about that." Um, I, that's kind of a different road. They, they they usually come in. Most people have at least seen it. Um, Games Workshop, like we were talking about, has done great with uh, just getting their brand out there. Um, they have kids books. They have uh, an animated series coming to Netflix soon that is unheard of. Like no, it's it's all based on their uh, their IP. Um, they have video games, uh, Relic, and and a couple other ones. They have Space Marine um, and things like that. So. Um, they've really been really good lately here in the last probably five, ten years of really just getting their name out there. And so most people come in and go, man, I played that Dawn of War video game, and I want to know more about these guys. It says there's a miniature. What What is that? And so usually we get them in more as a, they already know that they want to play a miniatures game. Um, and in that case, then there's, there's starter product for them. There's two-player starter bundles. There's um, things like that. And uh, we, we're we set up in our store where we can show you how to. I mean, half the time I'll sell them a, a starter bundle and then sit down. Here's some clippers. Here's some glue. Here's some here's a hobby knife. And let me show you how to put these guys together because uh, it is involved. It's not you can't just bust the box open, put it together or bust the box open and start playing. You're going to have to assemble them, put them together and things like that. Uh, but that's how that's half the fun. You know, a lot of people really like it. And then uh, so then after that, you know, then you can kind of climb the ladder as it were into tournament play or uh organized play and things like that where it's a little bit more there's more rules and more structure but right out the right off the gate i would say you know just a starter bundle come in and check it out most of those we have as demos in the store so you can actually come and check it out um and we can run you through how to play this is how it works and things like that uh before you have to commit to it um i will say the the miniatures the good thing about miniatures is that once you buy them you have them they don't. They don't go away. They don't go away. I've got guys that come in and play that are, that have miniatures they bought in 1985. You know what I mean? Like the game's been around that long. They're still using the same minis. It's fine. 
Um, the rules do change. They, they have to keep it fresh. It's a, it's a company. They're, they're trying to move models. They're trying to uh, keep, the, keep it fair and balanced and stuff like that. So the rules may change, and something you had back then may not be as good now, but, uh, but the models are still usable. You can throw them on the table. You can uh, still play with them. Um, but, uh, but I would say, you know, like if, if we're talking price points, if you're looking into it, you know, it's actually cheaper, um, in the long run than, than keeping up with say PlayStation four or anything like that. Um, because your initial purchase is pretty, pretty, uh, pricey. It can, it can get up there. Uh, but you, you basically have them forever. Right. So as somebody who has like four Xbox ones, I, right. I appreciate a lower price point. Right. Exactly. Uh, but I'm glad you brought up the video game analogy there. Something a lot of gamers complain about, video gamers complain about, myself included, is the lack of couch co-op games. Mm -hmm. Everything, you know, it's not like the old days where you could sit down and play GoldenEye or Halo or even Mario Kart. Now everything's online, online, online. And that's something I think is is really cool that you mentioned is all of your stuff is face-to-face. Right. It's in-person and... Just your setup here has is conducive to have tournaments and people gathering and stuff. The atmosphere that you have, um, I guess, I want to talk about that because when a lot of people think gamers or comic book people, nerds, mm-hmm, all of us, right. we have this stigma. Right. Even though they'll go see the Iron Man movie, like right. they think we haven't showered in a week and live in our mom's basement yeah, yeah, and yep. stuff. That's not how it is. I mean, I've been in here some nights, and everybody's laughing, hanging out, talking. Everything's great. Uh, what do you feel that gaming does for the community and, like, social interaction and things like that? Um, so, yeah, it definitely. Uh, I think, well, there's a, there's a level of manners and politeness that you have to have when you are face-to-face with someone. Um, you know, having a, somebody on what TeamSpeak or Ventrilo or whatever mouthing off some 12-year-old being, being rude and just whatever is a very different dynamic when you're playing across the table from them. And so um, you're looking somebody in the face, and if you want to be rude or if you want to, you know, uh, insult or whatever, you're, you're going to be five feet away from them, and yeah. they can get you. Um, and so... Uh, they uh there's just a definitely a, a different uh a different thought process you know you have to be on your best behavior and we and here in the store we expect it um we we just kind of set that as an expectation um you know that we don't allow you know political and, and religious uh talk you know you're here to play a game come play a game uh if the topics of discussion get a little too out of hand i'll come over and actually say hey guys let's keep it back on topic or whatever um, and what people can't see on the podcast is like you're a big scary dude. Like <laughs> he'll rough you up for yeah. sure. I have I have dad voiced across the store before. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know I mean uh, to bring up a game you know Cards Against Humanity a lot of people have gotten into that one. We don't allow it played in the store. It just gets uh, it just gets too rowdy. You know what I mean? People people start throwing out things and things like that. It's a great game. It's a fun game played at home. That's fine. But at the store we don't allow it because. If somebody wanted to come in with their kid, their twelve-year-old, their their eight-year-old, or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to have them yelling some of the things that can be yelled in Cards Against Humanity yeah. across the store. So, uh, so we kind of, we try and make sure that it's inclusive, that it's available for anybody. Um, you, everybody is here to play a game. It doesn't matter where you came from, what you do. Um, you know, I've got college kids to doctors to lawyers to you know. 
you know, mechanics. I mean, like everybody comes in and nobody cares. Nobody, nobody questions. Nobody asks. It's just you're here. You're you're here to play a game, and you're gonna have fun. And so that's what we try and keep it uh, open like that. Um, but definitely, I mean, we've got on our Thursday nights for Dungeons and Dragons. That's a great example. Most people think that that's a, you know, playing in the basement. You know, five people and you know, sacrificing cats or something. You know, uh, our Dungeons and Dragons nights we have forty to fifty people here playing in in five to seven different groups um, all night. You know, I mean, they start about seven and they get done about ten, and um, they just have a good time. And and you know, some people bring for date night, and they'll come in D and D for date night, or they'll uh, you know do whatever. So it's it's really that social interaction. And and I will be the first to say that nerds uh, are not the best at social interaction, right? You know, we we have our our issues, but here everybody's on the same playing field. Everybody's included. Everybody, you know, is is interested in the same thing. So we try and make it as as easy and acceptable for everybody. There is no wrong answer. So you can you can come up and literally say, I've never done this before, but I, I'm really interested. What what do I need to do? And someone here, whether it be a player, whether it be a customer, whether it be a staff person, someone here is, is going to jump and say, hey, I, I can show you how to do that. They're ex- so excited about it. Yeah. So and that's cool. I mean, it is very, very welcoming and opening and everybody should check it out. Where where can they find you as far as like online presence and things like that? Uh, our website is uh, stormcrow-games.com. Um, so storm like the weather, crow like the bird. Um, that comes from Gandalf. Uh, my one of my gamer tags way back in the day was was Stormcrow, and it just stuck. So uh, that's why we're Stormcrow Games. But then there's also a magic card card called Stormcrow, and then there's a, a mech uh, for mech warrior. So it kind of encompassed everything, and it just it just grew. But uh, Stormcrow-Games.com, or you can search Stormcrow uh, Games on Facebook, and you'll find our Facebook. Uh, uh, we have an, a, a private glu- a group, a community group um, that you can request to join, and we'll get you in there. And that's just for people to organize games. You know, they can they can message up and say, "Hey, I'm going to be up there on Saturday. Who who's got what? You know, games or who wants to play?" Um, and they can do that. And then our event schedules on there as well for tournaments and organized play and things like that. Nice, that's awesome. Well, thank you again so very much for being on the show. Um, I think everybody should go check you out. It's a lot of cool stuff and. Yeah, hopefully we'll do some, we'll definitely be back doing some more stuff. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, sounds good, man. So that was a lot of fun. I learned a lot of new things, and there's some behind-the-scenes stuff I can't quite get into yet that we talked about off mic that hopefully uh, I'll get off my butt and make happen, and you'll see a lot more cool things from them. But if you're in West Texas, definitely go check them out. Uh, You can find a friend, find a game, do anything and everything there at Stormcrow Games. If you're one of the people we talked about at the top of the show that is creating something, drop me a line. You can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. I'd love to hear from you. Hit us up, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we're everywhere and out there. Um, Yeah, it needs to happen. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.